Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. We're already reaching episode 30 with this English episode, and it has been such a great journey. I haven't summarized some of the last guests because there is so much to take in. Just in the last eight, we had Elisa Dorrego, who shared her story of leadership, perseverance, and passion for her career. We had Jane Atkinson in episode 20, sharing her journey to creating the life of her dreams, literally, and helping many along the way to do the same through her speaking school. We had Alex Alvear, a tremendous talented musician from Ecuador, talking about creativity, evolution, and how to handle criticism towards your work and art. We had Nita Bushan share her life journey with the tough moments she has had to endure and how to thrive after going through big losses. Our 25th guest was Luis Gallardo. We released his episode on his birthday. He's an expert in happiness and positive leadership and talk also about the genetics of happiness. And he has just been honored with the prestigious 2021 Gassi Peace Prize International Laureate, I think it's pronounced like that. Then came the lovable and funny Jason Goldberg with his transformational life wisdom. He's a true change maker as he has transformed most aspects of his life and helped many around him too. After him, I share an interview I did with Jiu-Jitsu trainer and competitor Carmen Aragon, sharing her biggest difficulties and how they do not stop her in the pursuit of her dreams. And last guest was Kevin Lowe with his amazing story of losing his sight at the age of 17 and his resourcefulness in navigating life being blind. All these episodes are amazing, hard to summarize them, so I invite you to listen to each one of them. For the ones who only speak one language, English, if you understand this, if there's anything you're curious about and will want translation from Spanish, let me know, because there is golden nuggets in each episode. My birthday just passed recently at the time of this recording, and I want to share an experience I had with my niece. She's my niece. I'm probably very biased here, as I think she's the most awesome little human being with whom I enjoy every encounter tremendously, including my birthdays. In this last one, I met with her and her parents to have a nice family dinner. I arrived at the front door and my niece was already saying happy birthday from minute zero. Any surprise that has been prepared like cakes or presents can hardly be kept secret by her, but she knows you should not talk about the surprises. So she proceeded to describe as much as possible about the secret present they had without giving it away. So we engage in the following conversation. Auntie, do you know we have a present for you? Shouldn't it be a surprise, I say? So she continues, I'm not going to tell you, but I can tell you there are seeds at the bottom. And I know you will use it for sure. And that does not mean that I can't read into the future or that I can predict the future or that I know the future, but it's almost of obligatory usage. So I know you will use it in the future for sure. And all of it. I like it. Do you know what it is? It's a surprise, isn't it? I said, yes, but can you guess it? So finally, she couldn't wait until after dinner. So she asked her mom if she can give me the present right away. 
She is more excited than even me to get the present out of the open for me to see. So they bring this back and I reach into it and bring out a little metal basket decorated with a cloth that has half avocados painted all over it with seeds, hence the seeds she was talking about. She proceeds to pull out everything containing the basket and show it to me. There is a turquoise color soap with the shape of a sea star. There are two more soaps, a sponge, a soap bag, a massage brush, hair mask, a nail polish, and a car. Scenario number one, I say thank you. I'm very happy with it, really grateful, and we could move on with the dinner and the night. Scenario number two, the one I experienced with my niece. She put everything back in the basket and then proceeded to take one thing out at a time. First, the Blue Sea Star Soap. She unpacks it from the plastic wrap and gives it to me to smell. She loves the little star. Then she takes out the next soap and takes the label out and I manage on this one to keep the plastic wrap <laughs> as she gives it to me to smell. The soap is a jasmine soap. Happens that I love jasmine flowers. She brings the other soap and takes out the label too. I also managed to keep this in the plastic wrap and we smell it. This one is Omel with honey. She loves this smell. This is a favorite soap. Then we bring out the sponge and start comparing the name of it in Spanish from Costa Rica and Spanish from Spain. In Spain, we call it lufa. And in Costa Rica, they call it paste. We learn new things about this sponge. Alufa is a long, thin, dried inner part of the fruit of a tropical plant related to the cucumber. Seymour explains how it's made. He's from Costa Rica. The lufa sponge is unwrapped, of course, <laughs> and we play with this rough, dry surface. Then we move on to a container that has hair mask, which she bought specially for my curly hair. Hang on with me. There's too much details here. She opens the container and we smell it and touch it. I manage also not to get it on my hair. <laughs> then comes a natural bag to store the soap, which she also opens and then introduces the little blue star soap into it. Then comes a beautiful car, also with avocados all over it because she knows I like and eat avocados, with a personal message from her to me. Then the massage brush, which I get to feel all over my head and back. And last, the nail polish that is without bad chemicals and whose color she chose, which happens to be a very sexy red. She wants to paint my nails right there, but after some negotiations, I convince her that we will leave that for another encounter. So after reviewing everything, we put everything back in the basket and we go through every item again, asking me whether I like it. And with so much joy and happiness for giving me this present that it was infectious. This type of joy and happiness is what you want to really spread and get infected with. Then we sat to have dinner and guess what was between me and my knees? The avocado basket with the eight items plus the car. And through the whole dinner, she played with my present and simulated about 10 shower experiences, rubbing one soap after another soap, rubbing the dry sponge, putting hair cream, pouring imaginary water after so much soap, and finishing with a massage and nail polish. And then we started all over again. We even made a song that I will not sing for you. We play with the blue star soap, the jasmine soap, the oatmeal soap, the hair mask, the sponge, the massage brush, and the nail polish, and read the card also a bunch of times and sang the song a bunch of times. When I left, 
She made sure I did not forget her present at her home. And the next time we met at my home, she started right away with our avocado basket song and asked where it was. I hadn't touched anything from it. It was all in the basket. So she proceeded to find a place in my bathroom for each of the eight items. A place also for the car and my night table and the avocado basket in the bathroom. After all this sharing, can you remember each item of the avocado basket? I definitely can and will not forget this birthday present and this experience. I really felt special and loved. This is the power of pure joy, how contagious it can be, and how beautiful it is to be part of it. As a recipient or a creator of it, it doesn't matter who created it. Everyone will experience it. So why am I sharing this personal story? Because we can extend this experience to anything in life. I can give a simple present like a soap and a few toiletries and go on with life, or I can create an experience with a simple gift that the recipient will never forget. This is the lesson that my five-year-old niece reminded me, and that is what in life we really remember, experiences. So how can you create more positive experiences in your life, in the life of your children, your spouse, your partner, your parents, your family, your friends? How can you create more experiences in the life of your clients? Whether you're providing a product or service, if you're 20% as excited about your product or service as my niece was with that present and convinced that what you provide is amazingly helpful for your clients, you don't have to sell. You don't have to convince anyone of, it, of anything. If you believe authentically about what you do, you will infect everyone else around you. If you can create an experience, a positive one, I hope, of what you provide, people won't forget you or and your product or service. If you think this is too much or too intrusive when we talk about selling your product or service, review what your beliefs are behind that. Because if you truly believe in what you do and share it with an infectious joy, only good outcomes can come from that. Whether it's touching someone else's life in a joyful way, giving an amazing experience about something you believe in, transforming the idea about something, transforming something simple into something unforgettable. So what experiences can you create? What's in your avocado basket? Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like it and find that it has stories and information that others can benefit from, please share it. If you think it deserves a five star, you can leave us a review and five stars in Apple Podcasts. Big hug and kisses from Spain, Changemaker. Que no se pare,